Colin, hit that intro. Heck and cool dads, <laughs> episode 21. 21. Legally able to drink, and we have a guest. This guest hasn't been here in damn near 20 episodes. You were on three, four? Episode I four? Remember. I don't either. Episode fucking four, and we are on 21. So back then, I think we were doing two-week episodes. Now we're doing one-week episode. We tried to get you on 20, mm-hmm. um, and we fucked that up. And I pretty much, <laughs> okay, first of all, Colin fucked that up. Yeah, I did. Uh, and then we could have potted on the Tuesday to accommodate you. And I fucked that up by having band practice, and then I quit my band um, on Tuesday. Well, what happened Thursday? I joined it again. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, uh, I was tired of the inconsistency, so I moved everything around to basically not fuck up their practice, and then they fucked it up that day, and it was like, that was just a final straw for me. I've tried to quit like, I don't know, five, six times. It just... I can't even explain it. You don't know how to quit them. I don't know how to quit them. LOL. LOL. So this is my first time at your house, Dave. And yeah. it's re- really fucking cool. You have a lot of shit to look at. And if we weren't already starting way later than we planned to, I'd be looking at all this shit. But I'm gonna we're going to pod, and then I'm going to stay and look at all your shit. Cool. Sounds good. Also, will you make me some new art? Yes. Fuck yeah. See, I, was, I waited. You notice I waited until... We were recording to yeah, ask you that. Yeah, yeah, it had like actual FaceTime. <laughs> like, yo, Dave, you're not going to deny me. Yeah, no. Let me get some art, dog. What's up, Colin? Been uh, under the hood of my Jeep all afternoon. That's very uh, manly. I On Friday morning, and so my Jeep's been overheating lately. Friday morning, I take Rowan to school at 7 a.m. And uh, I'm on my way home and maybe a quarter mile from my house, so not far. And that thing just spiked into the red and i was like oh god damn it so i was just screaming through this neighborhood trying to get home as fast as i could i got the other two kids in the car and pull up to the house turn it off and like not two seconds later just just white smoke billowing all over my neighborhood 705 a.m shit was hilarious So Damn, uh, how early does your kid go to school? Well, we started middle school this week, man. It's, oh, it's earlier. Huh? And uh, he he goes to school from seven thirty to two thirty, but he oh, can get there. At oh school. shit! That's so high school schedule. He shit. can get there at seven because they eat breakfast at school. Yeah. And uh, that, so, do you just kick him out and let him eat breakfast at school now? Get that free? Oh fuck yeah, man! <laughs> like uh, we've been. I mean, they do it at the elementary school too. So we've had five years of this free breakfast and free lunch, and it's crazy because. You know, uh, the way it all worked, we asked the school system about it. And the way they said it was like it cost way more for the school system to have vouchers and identification and people there to Mm. to say who can have what. Mm. You know what I mean? Than to just give it away. Yeah. So. So can they just take whatever they want? Like they want like an extra juice or any of that? Yeah. No shit. They they, they actually legally can't tell it. Even if even if you're at a school that's got lunch that pays or you have to pay for it. If the kid walks up and says, I'm hungry, I need this, they legally cannot deny that yeah, kid what they yeah. want. And so, I think, I mean, it's, I'm sure it's not the best food in the world, like no, nutritionally, it, yeah. but at the same time, it's like, it is, we, my talked, tax, about, my we tax, talked about this. It's yeah. regulated more than both of our households. Mm. That's true. <laughs> but it, you know, it's my, it's my tax money hard at work mm. and my kids get to eat and I don't have to buy breakfast and lunch five days a week and kids who normally wouldn't get to eat, get to eat. Yeah. So 
And that's really cool, man. Like they 86, all the bullshit, all the bureaucratic bullshit and the mm-hmm. protocol that they have to follow and go, you know, it's cheaper if we just cut out all this bullshit card readers, POS systems, exactly. you know, computers to ring these kids up because you got kids that are extra and they want like the pizza instead of like the fucking bologna sandwich or something. Mm-hmm. And they just go, you know, here, food's here. Come get it, whatever. Because they're still going to get that budget regardless to get yep. food in the system. Like, so <clears throat> we pay for it at our school. Yeah, with the Chloe's as well. Yeah, so he has a fucking, he has like a six-digit pen he has to type in, and we have to reload his card. Mm-hmm. And if you, and it's still to the point where like, I think people get called out. Like, if you don't have the, I don't know, money on your card, like, they'll remind you, like, hey. They'll send uh, an email Chloe's mom or me. Yeah, but it, if you don't reload it and the same kid comes up and, and doesn't have the money on his card, they give him the food like twice. And then after that, it's some other bullshit where they that's give you like a sandwich. They give you a sandwich. I know. Yeah, it's some shame. We, we put all kinds of extra Bro, money I had on him. free Hayden's. lunch as a kid because we're fucking poor. Yeah. You know, like we like when we lived in Massachusetts, we lived in the projects. So we'd have this like during the summertime, if like, you know, kids needed food, they'd bring this truck out. That would like give kids food and stuff. Like it was like only in our neighborhoods because we were in like New Bedford housing in Massachusetts. Like, but I remember that and I'm like, I didn't realize that was even a thing that kids can fuck with other kids about until like I moved to Texas and I started going to schools that had like more affluent kids at it. And then I was like, oh shit, like, oh, Hmm. being a free lunch kid's fucked up. Yeah. I would hate that shame. I'd eat that shit because I was fat. I'm fat, but. (laughs) We uh we put a bunch of extra money on Hayden's and said, hey, if any kid is eating the fucking bologna sandwich or whatever, because there's like a specific sandwich they give the kids, mm-hmm. so you can look around and legitimately see like which kid yeah. got. Would you like this? Yeah. So we told That's him tight. like, go up and fucking buy them whatever they want. Like yeah. they want pizza or whatever the fuck it is. It's it's crazy, man. Like there's like there's even teachers. Like I was reading another article recently. There's teachers that I guess the average teacher in America spends five hundred dollars out of their own pocket. To make their rooms look cooler every year, yeah, like or every every semester, like after winter break, they do it again. So they yeah. they, they drop like a grand a year to make their classes look cool. Like the school does not funnel into that. But yo, if you live in one of those like hoity toity ass neighborhoods that got like a district with excellent funding, that like whatever fucking you know rich dickwad senator fucking like you know throws fucking loot that way. They're, you know, they have that fucking budget. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're writing off these like fucking extravagant fucking bonuses for like administration, but these teachers are busting ass trying to get their shit together. And- it it is crazy. Uh, the one thing you know, I like sit here and talk about how sweet it is that Columbus City Schools gives free lunch and breakfast mm-hmm. to kids, but then it's also like we got to spend like sixty, seventy five bucks a kid on things like. Kleenex and Clorox mm-hmm. wipes and like mm-hmm. shit that they all have to bring into like yeah, the pot. Yeah, the teacher can't fucking wing it. Yeah, for their and the school things, system yeah. doesn't fucking budget for that shit. And I think that's so. It's the, at it's ours, the, it's the future that liberals want. <laughs> I, if you haven't noticed, like Colin always leans in real close, and like that's when he starts to either get political or says, "Meet me in the DMs." Um, no, at our school for fisticuffs. At our school, uh, the PTA does something where you can literally just write them a check, and they give a. It's just a box. We have to do no school shopping. We just cut a check for like thirty five yeah. bucks. Yeah. Trust me, I didn't know that shit the first year. So we went out and stressed and tried to get everything that was on the list, and they had very specific brands. And we come in and we fucking drop all the shit off, and I'm looking around, and all these desks just have boxes on them. I'm like, what the fuck is that? That's what he needs. Yeah, they're like, that's everything in one box. You can just cut a check to the PTA. I'm like, well, I didn't get that in my welcome packet, so 
I didn't know shit about it. Yeah. Uh, Colin, we skipped this. What did you bring us to drink today? I just got some uh, Modelo Especial. It's the best Modelo. It's just some good classic Mexican beer. It's did the best you, Did you do this because Dave's Puerto Rican? He's looking at you. Who do you think I am? No. <laughs> no. I did it because it's Sunday afternoon. It's beautiful yeah. outside. And I wanted to fucking yeah. house some Mexican beer. He wants his beer to be a vacation. He wants to drink a vacation. <laughs> I, yeah. All he needs is sunscreen. I don't like, put, I'm all not the putting, smells are there. All the I got to say, though, I gotta, we haven't even talked about this. We talked about the fact we're in your house. But, like, you have a comfortable-ass couch. And I am all about podding on the Chase Lounge. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. this shit. Casual daddy over here. Is awesome. <laughs> maybe daddy. maybe we'll set it up so we come here like every like five episodes so we can <laughs> so we can fucking relax. I'm all about it. By all means. Oh man. That place is always even when I'm not in town, just come by. <clears throat> all right. So one other thing that's different from the last time we got together. Well, there's two things. One, I want to point out the fact that we're making you wear headphones this time. Yeah. Because you were fucking reckless. You and Ben together. Oh, we were a madhouse. You and Ben together without headphones is uh uncalled for. Mm-hmm. Um the other thing is right, I'm gonna try this. Yeah, the fulcrum joint, yeah. Uh oh. Let's just let's, let's give it a second. No, I'm watching. He's got it. I'm gonna already, see if he you can nailed it on the counter. I want to see if you can open it up. Go, go. So close. Boom. Oh, yeah. very nice. Nice. He Guess got it. I brought a, I brought some fucking canned beer so I can <clears throat> pop open, so I don't gotta do any of that bullshit. I'm drinking a little bit of my Puerto Rican rum because you know. The other thing is the fact that you're actually drinking. Yeah. Oh man, a lot has happened. A lot has happened, and I don't think you have those uh, loud ass New York neighbors anymore. No, no, I don't. I'm the actually I'm the I'm the I'm the highest uh unit in my building right now back in Columbus. The highest so unit. So can't nobody above me fuck me up. I'm the one slop stomping on my neighbors below me. Yeah. Because uh, we just hoofed all this equipment up three flights of stairs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All this it's equipment. worth it though, because when you're up here it's like it's comfortable. All this equipment, a backpack and three <laughs> bikes thing. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah, a lot of shit though. I do imagine what I have to do groceries, bro. That shit fucks me up. Yeah, yeah. I like that they gave you like a weird little Closet thing, the oh, storage thing. Yeah, yeah how right. big is that? Uh, it's probably as big as like, um, like a bathroom. Yeah. Oh, just that's about. That's just pretty about, tight like, enough to like. I could put a bed in there if I needed to. I've never seen anything like yeah. that. Uh, it's uh, they they thought of that when they made this building, but I don't know, man. Yeah, I'm drinking. Um, without getting too, uh, I guess wild. Not wild about it. Again, I went through a fucking really stupid retarded dumb fucking can i say that word yeah that's a little that's a little edgy it's edgy but uh you can bleep it out huh no i'm not yeah, bleeping I'm shit alive, i don't fucking bleep I shit like that man i, I know you bad. didn't you're I'm not trying to be mean we've talked about this you're from the era and i'm from the era where we grew up saying these words and i understand they're insensitive but i still firmly believe that if there's not the connotation behind it that you're telling someone they're they're stupid if you're yeah. just using it as a generalization to say something is stupid. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel bad that I even said that just now, but to be completely honest, like I went through a really messy, really stupid, like immediately after the podcast. Yeah, like literally, like a day or two afterwards, going back to New York, breakup. And I learned a lot, man. I learned a lot about my situation. I learned that I was like living. You know, I I did the sober thing for. Uh, sober me like no booze, no, 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 like going crazy stuff like for three years and a month. And I counted it. It was 1,149 days. Yep. And, um, a lot of what I felt was happening was I, there were two people in a relationship that sucked. 
Like individually, y'all both sucked? Yes. We had our own ways of just being really shit people. And when you get to not even that, you know, I'm whatever. I, I, I know I suck in ways that like, you know, I'm not, I'm not as, I'm not the most responsible human being. I'm not the most, whatever. We all have our fucking faults, right? You mean like sometimes when you go to conventions, you're in your underwear acting like a T-Rex and you find a fire yeah, uh, axe yeah. and you try 20s. to, you tried to cut off the uh, doorknob to get to the roof. Let's talk about you guys saying, yo, we found the door to the roof. Hey Dave, <laughs> there's an axe. Hey Dave, you're like 85 sheets to the wind. Yeah. Go nuts, fam. And, you know, your boy fucking went up there full Jurassic Park in his underwear <laughs> trying to find a way up to the roof. I know. And that was quite literally the first oh, convention I ever went to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. I mean, that doesn't happen like that these days, man. I've, I've grown. You know what? Hangovers are realer these days. Dude. <clears throat> but, yeah, I did the three-year thing, and I realized I was living. Um, it wasn't the problem that I drank. That wasn't the problem. The problem was we had issues that would always arise when we got drunk and our fights got sloppy. Our fights got messy. We'd argue, say things we didn't mean, make up. And then it would just be this thing where like, you know, you know, I was because I was so eager to please. And we were going through all these like crazy, chaotic situations, living in a big city and all these other bullshit factors that factor into that, that, um, you know, people end up projecting on what things could be. And it's- because you want to fucking placate that situation. I was like, you know what? I'm just living through a projection. It's uh, it's because you're a fire sign. I don't I'm just, dude. Means. I'm fucking around. Dude, you know what? That I, could, whatever, I don't even know if you are. I'll be honest, dude. Like, I wouldn't put it past her at this point to be on that type of bullshit because I don't know what the fuck she is now. You know what I mean? Like, even like the breakup came Pro- out of probably an air sign. Who knows? I mean, I know what sign she is, but what I mean, the fuck does this even mean? I have no idea. Basically, uh, we, we, I gave it the college fucking try and then some for five years and. Things were wacky, you know, like I, I wasn't a saint. She was definitely not a fucking saint. And we're left in a situation where I'm like, you know what? I left her the apartment in New York. I left her the apartment fully furnished with my own money, left her the apartment. Let and her now do you, thing. But and now you're back here and we can hang out again. Yeah. You know, and we and actually that's, have that's a silver lining and we have hung out and that's good. Like, I've seen a lot you of, more in the last two months than I have ever. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. For I've real. seen you more in the past I couple miss, months. I miss New York. Like you wouldn't believe like that. Just like I, the I, hustle I wait, bustle. Dude. Yeah. Like I had a formula, I had a routine. I had a thing where like I woke up, you know, with her and would go, you know, if I was like, you know, making her late and that would cause a problem or whatever. Like, you know, she'd go do her thing and I would go and I'd go get coffee. I'd go to the train. I would draw on the train on the way to work. On my iPad, I'd go to work. I'd, like, go to a comic shop after work or something. I had a routine down that, like, kept me inspired and motivated and, you know, out there and stuff like that. And I enjoyed that. And I come back to Columbus. I'm like, you already know how I am internally. I'm, I got a crazy pace. Yeah. And I just need my synapses to fire off at all fucking times. And well, I remember I hit you up and I said, hey, would it be too much to ask? Will you draw me? And you were like, yeah. I'll, I'll see what I can throw yeah, together. I did it on the train right away. Yeah, that, well, you just said drawing on the train, yeah. and that's what it reminded me. And he drew basically the thing that I use fucking everywhere now. I, <laughs> I, I love that thing. I want an updated version. Have you seen that? Yeah. So he drew that shit on the way, uh, he just was like, the way to work with it. Will you draw day. me like your French girls? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. No, I'm going to draw you like the Jeff dad. Yeah. There you are. I even use that shit at work. Like, <laughs> if you go to, like, my boards at work, you'll see that as my icon. That's, <laughs> That's fucking good. tight. That's pretty good. Um, something you said, we you started talking about, I'll just call it the R word, right? So, which got me thinking about a, a uh, are you laughing because I said I the R like word? I am not No, I don't want to, I don't want to say it again uh, if it's going to be controversial. Uh, but you got me thinking, like, there's so many words 
like th- not even necessarily like that, but I'll get, I'll give you an example, like things that I can't believe haven't been canceled yet. The white tank top called a wife beater. That's yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like what the fuck? Like every Tom, Dick and Sally in the fucking U S still calls them oh, wife he, beaters. They tell it to a cop if they're describing somebody's description. That's what I'm saying. And he was wearing a wife beater, but was he beating a wife? I I got it. When I was in high school, I went to a very, very conservative uh, Baptist high school. And uh, what up? <laughs> Hi. Special guest. Special guest. Dave's daughter. <laughs> um, uh, I went to a really conservative Baptist high school and they made it like this was, you know, 90 between 97 and 2001, you know, so this was prime new metal fashion time and goth fashion time and all that stuff. So there was a lot of pushing of our dress code boundaries. Uh And I will never forget when our fucking old ass. Oh, you're, am I allowed to swear? She hears all of that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Go nuts. The donuts are yours. Have a blast. Um, Go nuts for donuts. Uh, I'll never forget when our 65-year-old ex-Southern Baptist preacher, vice principal, gets gets on the fucking uh, uh, intercom. And he's like, this is just a reminder to all of you that – and he goes through a list of things you're not allowed to wear. And he said wife beater yeah. over the intercom. That's and what everybody's I'm dying. Like, what? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's one of those words that's just like – I can't believe more of a stink hasn't been made about that yet. Yeah, what do you call can, it now? White tank top. Or yeah, white under, it, white it's, tank I top. think they're called. Aren't they called like a tops or something like that? Wife threateners, <laughs> <laughs> spousal abusers. Yeah, <laughs> well, emotional abuse tunics. That's what I mean. Like <laughs> Jesus Christ, because they are all really long. They're yeah. all really long. Well, that's because they suck sh- them in. They yeah. shrink. They shrink up like a motherfucker. Oh, yeah. I buy the large with. Uh, it says you got the generous, inside, you buy them generous length. Ones. No, it's like <laughs> generous length. That's what it says. It's like it's the hood length. <laughs> generous length, and like they fit great for like two wears, and then after that second time of washing them, they're like a brawl. Dude, I can't wear <laughs> anything. I can't buy. I have to buy tall tees. Yeah, I actively seek out tall tees, bro. The amount of time I spend shopping at Walmart. Well, they have like the Dickies. Uh, no, Walmart has their own brand called George. They're four dollars and they're tall tees. They're no, amazing. Man, they're not. They're amazing. Well, they have this big fat ass collar that like makes it look like a ding ding. Nah, dog. But, that's that's like the you talking about the scooped neck. I don't know. No, they got a bunch of they got a bunch of tall tees like wrapped individually in plastic at the fucking convenience store bodega thing yeah. at the corner of Valley View and Hague. <laughs> they got a whole rack of them. They probably yeah. also have a hat that says. Hilltop, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, with, with like cash money signs and shit on it. <laughs> nah, they um, I have to buy like taller tees, like even like do DXL for being a big dude. DXL is the coolest goddamn store on the planet. For being oh a big yeah, dude. that's that's like a big and tall store, right? Dude, it's so tight. Like I literally just can go there and get tall shirts. Um, DXL, DXL, is that like it's over by Polaris? It's dude. like. It's like that's basically like it's for dudes XL. I know, but DXL. <laughs> I don't know if it's Dave. Dave XL. No, it's like big dick XL. Like yeah. big dick energy yeah. store. My kid is not in the room, by the way. She did not hear anything about that. She oh Jesus Christ! Her. No, she's fine. You're good. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, she went back to her room and she took all those damn donuts, which I just did some bad parenting move. She's like, Dad, look how she opened it. Look Dude, she opened it. I'm glad to know. I am glad to know. Holy shit! I am. I am glad to know that I am not the only parent whose kids open. Shit like, like they that, are fucking dude. raccoons. Yeah, dude, straight 
up. Like it literally looks like a raccoon yeah. ravaged there your is, kitchen. There is literally a way to do that where you fold the top down. It's yeah. so easy. It's a two-step process. We've it, talked about this before have, on here. When yeah, I get it, box, it, when I get a box of Entenmann's donuts, yeah. they are always open like it, one of my dogs. If my got daughter into wasn't it. here, I would have thought that my cat opened up like, <laughs> that, that bag of donuts like that. That's I was fucking. That's hilarious. Yeah, that's so you're not alone, dude. Kids just open shit like velocity. Same with like a box of cereal. Not only is the box open badly, dude, but so is the down. bag. Yeah, it's upside down. But then the bag split down all the way down to the bottom of the box on the sides. You're like, dude, and I have a whole bowl at the bottom. And of And then bag. they're complaining like the cereal's all stale. And it's like yeah. no fucking shit. You opened it yeah. like a, you destroyed the flap yeah. mechanism that closes it. You're like a caveman that traveled through time and got told to open a box. <laughs> like that's what it happens, dude. That's what happens. Or they don't, they don't have opposable thumbs anymore, so they use your teeth and their forefingers. I don't know. What a raptor claws. I don't know what that was going on. Evolution's tight. My, my kid surprises me with like like like. She can tell me how to build like an entire village in a little Roblox game, but my kid cannot open a bag of donuts. <laughs> Glad I know I'm not the only I one. I wish I could just like force bring that to my hand and show people like, dude, this is what I'm gonna I'm gonna get it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get it for the end of this and I'm just gonna put it on this fucking Instagram. Open up the yeah. I'm gonna take a picture so that once this episode drops I can put it on no, the fucking uh the story or I something. Love it with all my heart, man, but my kid ain't got no grace. My kid's the least, most, the most least graceful human being on the planet. Colin and I talked about this. I'm Same. pretty sure, like, episode one or two was, like, we immediately went into this about how our kids are 25 or 50% kids where you give them, like, three instructions and they'll do one, yeah. maybe one. Yeah, yeah. It happened again today to Hayden. I said, hey, uh, come down, take the dogs out, and then feed them. And then he comes down, he starts running back upstairs. I'm like, did you? Did you just you told the, me to come down, man. Did you do all the things I asked? He was like, I took Ollie out. I'm like. What about our other dog? We have a second fucking dog. He's like, and he was like, oh, I didn't know they both need to go out. I'm like, yes, they both, they both have, need they to got go out. Plumbing that needs to be evacuated. I was like, did you feed him? He was like, no. I'm like, what the fuck? Like 33 percent kid today. Mm-hmm. You're more like mm-hmm. college right. kids. It, it, oh, you said it. I said 50 percent kid. You said 50 percent. My kids are more uh, like 30 percent kids. You're right. You're right. So I was you only just, quoting you. I know, but you cut deep there really quickly. No, like like Collins kids. Uh, <laughs> I. Uh, showed so this you know so we started middle school last week oh right? my god and uh the years that you learn all the bad shit and the uh, worst shit it's also funny too because like he's a summer birthday like on the younger end so like all the other kids like a foot taller than shit's uh, hilarious that was me and, uh i mean it was all you too. have to do is fail seventh grade it'd be fine <laughs> that's what that's what i did uh, anyways catch right up the good idea factory over here <laughs> uh but <laughs> um uh he you know so now he's home an hour before the other kids. So not only it's a new bunch of new things, like he's taking the bus home and mm-hmm. like, that's the first time he's ever rode the bus and all that stuff. But then I gave him a key. We gave him a key. Did you have to do that right in front of the microphone? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, just how it worked out. And we gave him a key, uh, because there's a 45 minute gap between when he yeah. gets home and when Sierra gets home. Yeah. And, um, and that's cool. He's 11. We've left him home for a couple hours before. I was 11. Yeah, my parents, whoa, they trusted me with a lot. Of 11. Yeah, Hayden when comes was, home. We have a 20 or 30 minute gap for Hayden right now, but yeah. we didn't give him a key. But <laughs> he's got the code to the garage. Oh, oh yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. See, we're not that technologically advanced. Um, and uh, so I was like, we did a few practice runs because it's not the hardest lock or it's mm-hmm. not the easiest lock in the world to unlock. So we did a few practice runs of it and all the things like that, like you pull it towards yourself and you Turn yeah. it this way and all this. And he did it, nailed it five, six times, you know. 
and then we got the Nest Cam, you know. Yeah, so I'm watching. I've seen, you, I've seen you trip on that Nest Cam. Go on. I'm watching them two days, Thursday and Friday, two days in a row. Just so happened to be days that Sierra was home already. And I'm glad because I watched that fucker struggle so bad <laughs> until she had to come open it for him. And I'm like, no, okay, this what weekend. with all these dry runs with your dad, kid? We're walking through it again. <laughs> Actually, on Friday, my I could see it on the camera. Sierra was like, nope, get out here right now, right now. I'm watching you do it. Nope, pull it towards you. You know, oh, yeah. Yeah. So this may or may not be a bad parenting tip, but like my dad, who was, I love my father, but okay. his par- parenting was fucking questionable. Like, <laughs> but the amount, it was, it was borderline abusive. But I will say this my dad, if I needed to figure, and that's probably why I'm so like, like, I'm not detail oriented that to like to for everything else per se, but like the way I need shit to operate, mm-hmm. it needs to operate like my way or the fucking highway. And that's not always a good thing. And I've learned to compromise as an adult over the years. I know not everybody does things my way. I totally get it. Yada, 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 whatever. But when it comes down to like, well, my dad was trying to teach me something that like was important, like, yo, letting yourself in safely into the house with the key after school. If I wasn't figuring it out, this dude would put me in a fight or flight response. Where it was like, you got a dude outside who's got a knife. <laughs> Not like, and I'm trying to mimic my dad right now because my dad, my dad was like, God, he was just so bad about trying to teach me lessons about shit. Because like, if I didn't get it down through osmosis, because he would only tell me 30% of the fucking directions, and the rest would just like up the chance. Yep, you're dead by now. Yeah, yeah. He would be like, if you got a, you know, there's a guy in the driveway and he's got a knife and he wants to come up and fucking cut you open. Like he didn't get to like the dynamics. Like he, illust- he had no problem illustrating like the death maneuver that would happen. It's like, in- like you'd be disemboweled on the fucking front door. And I'm like, all right. Uh, yeah. So, so what happens? So like, what I'm the- saying is I don't have to worry about this key anymore, right? right? Yeah. I'm just going to die because I'm not going to get it. He's like, no, you got to let yourself in in an ample amount of time. And if you don't, you're dead. And then I'm at work and I come home and my dead kid's on the door. And I'm like, he might take my body somewhere. I don't know. But like, I'm worried about that semantic bullshit. It's like, but my dad would definitely induce panic. I'm like, shit, yo, my dad's fucking right. So there were days where I'd come home. I'd be like, fuck. Oh, man. Yeah. Nobody killing me, bitch. And then I'll go like fucking try to descramble the porn channel or something and like eat a lot of food. Everything before my parents got home. It's like in Talladega Nights when he's like, there's a pound of Colombian Bam Bam yeah, taped to the yes, bottom of your yes, car, yes. and I called the cops. My my <laughs> dad was Ricky Bobby's dad, but my dad was there all the time. My dad would, like, legit just, like, put me in situations where he's, like, <clears throat> you know, like, uh, if I got into a fight at school, like, yo, you better, like, you better win. And if you don't, or if you win, I don't care. I'm going to whoop your ass. And like, it was shit like that, like, or... I fucking found his Playboys in third grade, and my kid's going to third grade. And I was just realizing, like, yo, that's when, like, the full-blown shitheadedness started to start with me because I was drawing the shit kids told me to draw, and I thought I would entertain the class by drawing a full-on angel sex scene in the clouds. Oh, hell yeah. Landscape, not portrait, on, (laughs) like, manila construction paper that's, like, what, like, 11 by 17? And I drew these angels going to fucking town. I drew two dudes, two angel dudes, high fiving, just like admiring each other's fucking god rods and shit. God, god rod, rod. Like, oh my god, yeah, it was crazy, man. Like, and I didn't know what a condom looked like. I only saw the wrappers of them at the convenience store in our little bum ass neighborhood. And I just remember a condom is a C, and it's in a square package. So I just drew a square with a C, and then like I didn't know how they went on. 
Like, I just knew that, like, they unraveled or some shit, so I just kept them in the package. And, like, my teacher was like, what are all these falling down from the sky? I was like, it was co- condoms. <laughs> <laughs> I like, like that what? in third grade you had a concept of safe sex. Yeah, but, I mean, I just, well, I was watching a, hell, a lot of MTV and, like, the big AIDS scare was happening. Mm-hmm. So everybody's like, yo, don't go chase some waterfalls, put a fucking rubber on your dick. You know, but the safest way they can say that on MTV, and I was, like, third grade and went 93. So it was like, yo, fuck, this is crazy. I should, like... Yo, man, yeah, I better wear a condom. I'm like, you're, you're fucking 10, dude. What are you talking about? Like, Or nine. I was nine. So I'm drawing this crazy sex scene from the because I saw my dad's Playboys. And they always had a little cartoon editorial in the mm-hmm. fucking beginning. And dude, I was like, I can do this shit. <laughs> I, can, I, can, I can do this shit for a career. Well, so, did you get in trouble for that? Hell shit? fucking yeah. I got kicked out of school for the week, bro. <laughs> this shit happened on Wednesday. I didn't go back to school the following Monday. Because this kid, the, I forgot this kid's name. Yeah, I don't remember his name. His name was Ashley. This kid, Ashley, boy, Ashley. It doesn't matter. I don't know many Ashleys that are boys that I'm not trying to... It was actually that. a guy's name first. I found that out last oh, night. Oh, word? Well, you know what? Yeah. Well, Ashley, he fucking took the thing off my table and went and showed Miss... What was her name? Was it Gidry? Was it Miss Gidry? The name doesn't matter. It doesn't fucking matter, but she had the weirdest, like, Doug Funny-ass extra in a cartoon haircut. <laughs> Have you and she had a scab on her leg that like was there forever or some shit, and she fucking like had to show everybody all the time. That's a scab from forever ago. And I'm like, what the fuck? Dude, Anywho, she you, weirdest teacher. Hmm? You, you just described like the weirdest. Yeah, but teacher. yo, she turned into a full on like like these people thought I legit went and like fucking like killed cats and dumped them at the door of every church in North Houston. This reminds me of uh, it reminds <laughs> me of a uh, fucking super bad where he like gets in trouble for the I, dick treasure I related chest. to that shit so much. I was like, did I tell somebody this somewhere and like this became the story? Because <laughs> yeah. like this was legit what happened. I swear to God. My parents can recall this. Literally, I didn't even get in trouble when I went home and the teacher got really upset. They thought that like, you know, my parents are going to flex and like my dad was like, you did, you drew what? And then, like, it was, like, the last year my parents were, like, still, like, kind of quasi trying to work it out. So my parents were both in the same house. And uh, my mom was like, yeah, that, whatever, the drawing looks good. She's always been, like, supportive of my unicorn art bullshit. But um, she goes, how'd you learn what these looked like? And I was like, I, yeah, I was snitched on my dad. I was like, yo, his Playboy is the cartoon section. They're, like, in three pages in, you can see it. <laughs> it's, like, in the editorial. So they took, but there's a lot of words and no titties. And it's just, like, like... And I was just trying to mimic him. Like, yo, I drew like, yo, my nipples had like form to them and stuff. <laughs> like the areola was like, like recessed a little bit. Like, dude, I was like hitting like little, like little, like light source lines, like doing illustrator. Ta- I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. It was like, that's how a titty looks. And I'm just like drawing them all like just, just stupid, dude. And the wieners were dumb. They did things. It was <laughs> you know, that left, right, up, yeah. down, was, AB was, select it start. Great. It was like a fucking silly straw. Like, I drew like that, silly straws. It's like that old uh, Windows 95 screensaver with the, the, oh, the pipes. All the pipes. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude, yeah. Pipe dicks. Dude. So, yeah, no, I uh, I didn't get in trouble at all. At, at all. And my, my dad was like, oh, you know, I guess I got to hide my magazines better. And that was it. And then I got busted in fifth grade Xerox and Beavis and Butthead comic strips I made. I used to draw... Uh Loretta cars and I drew like the same Loretta car all the time it was Loretta like a fucking magazine that's where that's Bro. that's quite literally how was, I learned to draw them. the jam in Texas back in and the uh, I used to draw this fucking blazer like with ground effects and like five stars and shit wheels and, slanted in and oh shit. yeah and I always would draw that the antenna was always one of those ones that came up and went like left right like squiggled Yo, and everybody had that one kid and that would get me mad because I would stress how to draw really good 
like in school, and like, there was always that one kid that nobody knew about, and he could just nail those lowrider drawings. That was it. It was just me. I, I could do that and Ninja Turtles. That is all yeah. I had in my whole fucking. Oh, and I was drawing like <laughs> graffiti and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Because my brother was drawing it, and so I was copying what he was drawing. I learned mm-hmm. how to draw what he called bubble letters. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. which later just turned into be like basically throw-ups. But, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I would draw that shit real early on, way before I got into graffiti. And yeah. it was like I already had like a quick little jump start. Mm-hmm. And the then fuck I just, is a throw-up? Throw-up is... Mm. Uh, I'm not. I'm completely unfamiliar with I graffiti will, culture. I, I will... There's a higher... Yeah, there's a hierarchy of what can go over what. And nobody follows those rules anymore. Nobody does. Nobody follows those rules. But there, like, there was a hierarchy. If you go over a tag, you'll get shot now. It's stupid. Graffiti's really dumb right now. Um, so a throw-up is... Uh, you have a tag, right? So a tag is what you would write your name with, with yeah. spray paint or a marker, like yeah. your name. Just I know that. It out. Sierra's got it. She, and all of her old, like... Uh, photo albums and stuff like that. She's got some tag that she mm-hmm. had. I can't remember what it was. So a throw up is basically an outline of letters, bubble letters to a degree, but like they're stylized, like they don't have to be bubbles, but they most commonly resemble that. And a throw up is something that you would put up that's got a little bit more substance than a tag. Most of the time, they're not even filled in. Yeah, they're or, just or, hollow. Yeah. So from the throw up goes to fill ins. So if you bust out some fill ins, it's a throw up with a filled in color. Is throw up when it is a little bit more bubbly letter? Yeah, yeah you do it real it's, quick. It's designed to be done in a matter of seconds. Bigger than a tag. 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 I know what you're talking about. Commands more respect. Then you got a burner, or you have a piece. A yeah, piece, piece goes over that. Short um, for masterpiece. Yeah, boom. And then you have a burner. A burner is basically just crushed the entire spot. You leave nothing like hanging out. Um, so the way the old graffiti hierarchy rules worked was a tag gets gone over by a throw-up. A throw-up gets gone over by a fill-in or a, or a piece. Then a piece or a fill-in or a throw-up or whatever. All below that gets get gone over by with a burner. Yeah. The thing is, though... Nobody had ever adhered to those rules because here's the thing. You're doing your fucking graffiti at 3, 4, 5 a.m. Ain't nobody there to fucking police your ethics. Like, sorry, sir, that was a tag that you went over with yeah. your piece. And that, uh, that's how beef started. You know, that's how beef started. So what happened is, you know, ain't nobody there to defend it. So then it becomes this huge telephone game by whoever can just come up with a narrative that everybody can settle on. And then it's all out war against the guy that went over that shit. Um, and I've paid I've paid that price over some bullshit and I've doled out punishment over the same bullshit. <clears throat> but um I knew what I was getting into. Yeah. And I, third grade is around fourth fourth or no, fifth grade is when I got into graffiti real hardcore, courtesy of my cousin who passed away that from Boston. I think um, I got in around like seventh or eighth is when I first started <clears throat> really going for it. Nineteen ninety six was for me. That was my year. And uh I told you this before, but uh, without naming names, <clears throat> a friend from my neighborhood was starting to write around the same time. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I'm about to start. There's some- only a few of you yeah. guys, right? Oh, there was, yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I started. Uh, There's a pun in there. About- yeah, totally yeah. a pun. But I'm about to flip it mm-hmm. real quick. Um, so I start- started seeing these names around. It was like, you know, the big pilot markers, like writing on stop signs. And so then I just started like going over them and shit. <laughs> Yeah. That's a way to get there real quick. I know. Dude. And I was like, I was like, I'm gonna start I'm gonna start some beef in my own neighborhood. And uh, Did you watch Style Wars before this at all? No, not before oh this. Oh my god. <laughs> not before okay. this. This shit is so wild. <laughs> yeah. It's so wild it's, to me because dude, it's been it, my life. But it, for long story short, years. long story short, it turned out to be my really fucking good friend. And we were like, <laughs> Oh, we've been battling back and forth for like two months just going and this is, you know, this is pre like internet and shit mm-hmm. like that. I mean, we mm-hmm. sure we had the internet. But it was like we just go to art crimes. You remember that site, Susan from Art Crimes? Yeah, yeah. we used to just go to I art crimes. That that was the only place that we could like go and see shit. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then we were just going over each other, and the then oldest ran into each other. On the internet. Was it really? It's the oldest running to this day graffiti website on the internet. Yeah, yeah that's tight. I used to love yeah, that. Place. Susan from Art Crimes, man. We used to, the only place you were able to get Montana or Belton that wasn't in a store, and those were like the high end European spray paints, was you had to buy them from her on there. You had to either send in um, a, a money order, or you had to. PayPal was like in its infancy, like at the time that I discovered this. And, uh, I don't even think I, I, I definitely don't have access to that, but you would wait like three months. Cause it's like, it, you can't fly with the paint. It was only readily available in Europe. And there were two stores in New York that did sell it at the time in the nineties. Uh, so, uh, Soho's at, which is gone now. And, um, uh, scrapyard, which I think is what that became. It was in the same area. But uh, that's another graffiti store. It still exists to this day in New York City. And um, that's the only places you can get the German style of spray paint. And, uh, yo, we'd wait. And, bro, we would get the hottest, dumbest colors. Because, like, we needed those to be, like, our 3Ds or our outlines to make the things pop out. The shield. We would use mad, like, neutral, weird, stupid colors to write our dumbass names out. And, um, yeah, bro, we would hold on to those cans forever. Like, I would let, like, a can of lime green like super opaque lime green with the same tip because I was afraid I would clog it if I took it off the can. And I would like keep it there and be like, yo, like that's going to be the outer outline. We all call them shields and force fields out here. Yeah. In Texas, we call well, them you know, outer I, I got I got shield from Koo. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I got oh. shield from Koo. Because like anytime that <laughs> you would... also Voldemort This shit. is so fascinating yeah. Anytime you would paint yeah. at the end... crazy, dude. <laughs> anytime you'd paint I'm gonna at the end, he'd just give it to you. He would just hand you the thing like this is our shield, and I'm like because yeah. you'd go up and you'd do like the same. See, he colors. had the Midwest vernacular. Yeah, Uh-oh. he's like Voldemort. You're going for it again. Yeah, he's got it. I'm calling it out. And he's got it. He's got it. You got go, it. I heard, go. I heard a pop. I know, but it wasn't as smooth. You're gonna. It only comes in time. I used to do it with my teeth. That's my shit's all jacked up. Ugh, fuck that shit. I was doing other things too back then. I have a. Uh, I have a quick story. Graffiti so, related? No, it's okay, completely cool. not graffiti related. I'm, I'm going to get us off graffiti. Unless okay. you you got some graffiti shit you want to talk about? I mean, I've been doing a lot more of it. Dude, I saw the fucking mural you did the other day. For Hard Knocks? Yeah. Dude, I love that thing. That was fun, man. I'm glad I got you, to do that for a good I haven't seen too. you. You don't do like a lot of letters anymore. Did that's you watch why that video I, on how flex those letters out? Just yeah. Like, that's I what I, I love letters. that shit. That's why Mies gives me shit. Every time we're at a wall, he's like, don't be a pussy, do some letters. I'm like. Yeah, and then he starts gassing me up to people. He's like, "Dude, yo, you think I got letters, man? Go talk to Dave. Dave's got letters." I'm like, "Dude, why you put me in a spot like that, man?" Because like, I don't want to write my letters. <laughs> now I gotta have some know, letters. I gotta do some motherfucking letters, dude. Did you, like, would you? Okay, so let me talk about that wall real quick. So I saw it. It was a dope ass time lapse. It's like the first thing Jesus I've ever Christ. actually watched on Instagram TV. Yeah, I had to put it up there because it was too long. Yeah, it was long as fuck. Yeah. Um, first question, unrelated to art. What the fuck did you film that with? Your phone? I didn't do that. Tony did. Camp Easy. He filmed it. Oh. Yeah. What did he film it with? Dude, he had a, it's just his phone. He has it with the new, he has like the newest iPhone. Yeah, but, but it's on the tripod. But yo, those are like super HD. Like No, it, it looks great. It wasn't that. It's the fact that like what I've learned from trying to film this fucking podcast is there's a file thing where at two gigs you start a new file. That's mm-hmm. the way all shit works. But you lose like five seconds in between. That's why I was curious. He was doing in segments. Oh. oh. I didn't know that. Hey, you you know what? Hey, Chloe, what's up? Hey, great job at using a whole big dish for some donuts. Also, I really <laughs> admire how you open that bag. It kind of looks like you opened the bag with <laughs> a ninja sword. Can you bring me that bag? Bring me that bag real quick. <laughs> bring me the bag. 
I'm going to teach you something real quick, kiddo. Here. <laughs> <laughs> real, real quick. Check it out. <laughs> Chloe, I love you. You're my, you're my, you're my queen. Little, my, you're my queen in training. You're my little princess. But check it out. Future reference. When you get a bag, you open it from the middle and you do that. And then, and did, then that fucker folds back down. Oh, I went, said fucker. She, he, I said it she twice. Hears me, <laughs> she hears me say all sorts of things, and occasionally she likes to repeat it. Um, so, yeah, when you do that, they have these little things that you can fold it and close it down. So you just fold it down like this. What are you whispering about? Because it's crazy. I love you so much. I'm teaching everybody. <laughs> yeah. That, you included. <laughs> So the lesson's meta. So oh, there's yeah. more than just one. Look at that. Kablamo. Go put it back up there, sweetie. I love you so much. You just ruined what I did. <laughs> the second thing I'm gonna I'm gonna get us right back on track. Yeah, seriously. The second thing was uh did you like sketch that out or did you just walk up and freehand everything? So we sketch so what we were originally gonna do to that building, we were gonna paint the whole wall up to the top of it. Um, and then Tony went to go price out, uh, the skyjacks, or not skyjacks, but like the hydraulic lifts. There's yeah. some that plug into like an electrical outlet. And it, it's for like small stuff that can go up to like, I think 25 feet. It's super safe. There's no crowbar-y bullshit thing. It's just like a little like spring lift type thing that goes up and down. You can rent them, but it was like 350 bucks a day. He's like, we're not doing that. I was like, dude, it's fine. Let's just go like, you know, 12, 13 feet up high. We use this pre-existing sign that was on the building as basically like our baseline and it's, it's brick. So we were yeah, like you just, it out. Yeah, exactly where the brick is. So I just did that. I was like, I could feasibly get this done in two days, you know, like otherwise it would have been like a four day project, but I was like, I can get this done in two days. It'll still be cool. And guess what? Like in a year or two, if you want to rent the Jack and we do it again, like I'll do the whole thing. You so, know? so that didn't answer my question. Did you no, fucking but, oh, freehand? Yeah. No, what I was going to say was like, we drew a concept. <laughs> uh, my bad. I, I derailed that shit. I listen. I didn't follow directions. I'm being my kid right now. Um, we had a whole like tiger prowling down with the words hard knocks coming out and, uh, coming out of rock, like how we did in the final one. And, uh, what I basically did was just condensed it and elongated it. So uh, I had like a pre existing idea. I did want a cat prowling. I did want the cat's hand holding the knocks part of the word, the way I had it holding it. And I did want like, you know, the cool wispy little like purple clouds going through everything there was like pre existing. We had talked about it, so because I went and bought the paint in order to plan that out like that. Yeah. But um, as far as having a preset drawing, I had to change that literally on the fly because like two days before we couldn't get the lifts. So mm-hmm. I was like, all right, cool. Well, I'm just gonna do this on a ladder and go up. Like it's to be honest, I think it's about because the walls on an incline at the highest point is 15 feet tall, and then it tapers down to 12. So it's nice. like a, there's like a three foot degree of change from like the bottom to the top <clears> part <throat> on the slant. Yeah. But I made I made it work, man. It, was cool. it used to take me forever to draw letters. That's why I was like, I was like, did you just fucking like free phone? Now, when those I would letters? do my my old words on pieces, I wouldn't I would never bring sketches. I would just go, what's my spot? That to that, and I would just make it work. I would sketch the lighter color and just go over that. And that's a big part of why I think I thrive better at freehanding tattoos. Yeah, because of that same like on the spot, like that type of like pressure of having to perform on the spot with no bullshit involved, like do this or else like that pressure I've learned to like find comfort in and I thrive in that. Like it's that, that's like, that's the healthiest end of the spectrum of me thriving under pressure. The, that is where I procrastinate. Then I ruin everything. The same uh, convention we were talking about earlier where you had the f- fucking fire ax trying to cut the doorknob mm-hmm. off. Um, <clears throat> that was the Tyrannosaurus flex. T- yeah, that's yeah. exactly. Um, you were tattooing me that Friday of the convention 
You're like, hey, I'm going to tattoo you today. I said, sure. Mm-hmm. So I sit down. We start my leg. My very first tattoo of the day award. Yeah. Ever. Be Josh Payne. Started a rivalry. And that started this stupid. <laughs> uh, I won't even call it a friendship, man, because he's just it's just so dumb. No, but you sat down and you said, oh, fuck, I need a pen. I was like, a pen? Like, for <laughs> what? And you were like, I'm about to draw this tattoo. I was like, you didn't draw this yet? You're like, no, I'm going to draw it on you. And I was... I didn't yeah. have a lot desk, of tattoos. The front desk, the, the hotel. front desk pen. You said, "Hey Jeff, go grab me a pen." I was, was like, okay. like one of the last Baltimore shows at that Sheridan. Was it? Yeah. Then they moved the convention center afterwards. Which tattoo is it? It's the this new way on the right. side here. So he draws this fucking thing with an ink pen. It's just an outline. It's sketchy as fuck. And I look at it and go, "How confident are you that you know where you're going with this?" Because I don't even see anything. You're like, "I got this shit. It's fine." I was like, all right, good enough for me. So he starts tattooing. He puts the lines in. I look down. I'm like, damn, this motherfucker really did just find some lines out of all that shit and just draw it. Mm-hmm. And then the shadow, or not shadow, but the like black goes in, all the shading, mm-hmm. and then the color. And then, you know, I could barely walk because that was like my first five or six hour tattoo. Yeah. It was yeah. fucking rough. Yeah. It was rough. I was dude, walking I mean, around God the whole damn, fucking way. Enters this shit in a tattoo of the day. They're doing it in the stairwell. All the way in the back. Dude, that was a long, that was the start to a lot of fucking trophies. It was also, it was a, it was the start to a long fucking night because I ruined the sheets that day. Um, cause when I slept on them with a brand new tattoo, it was oh. just fucking glad that, that was you, really, glad that you clarified that. That one. was a fun show, man. Yeah. I, I mean, I didn't shit in the sheets, Colin. I was this close to shitting on something. I was a full blown underwear T-Rex, dude. I was, <laughs> dude, it was bad. And here's the thing. If these, these, these guys, Colin, just to paint the picture for you, these guys want to play it out like Dave was so crazy. These guys egged this shit on. Oh, I yep. don't doubt it in the least. I, I'm, the, I'm the one. I'm Kim the one Kyle. that goes. By the way, Dave, there was an axe up there. Yeah. Dave looks at me and goes, so "What?" Kyle gave. Me I the said, safe "Yeah, there was an axe." He's like, "There's a door to the roof, but it's closed." And then Jeff jumps in. I shouldn't be telling you this shit. He literally says <laughs> yeah. it. I shouldn't be telling you this shit. There's an axe up there. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Colin just, or not Colin, uh, Kyle just face bombs. He's like, God damn it. Literally. Like, why'd you tell him? Literally. I'm like, dude, I couldn't help Remember myself. that one couple that was fucking in the hallway on no. the floor? No. That was that weekend too. On our way to the hotel room, this dude just says, fuck it, full slop. Just starts fucking his girlfriend full in the slop. front of the hotel room. I was only assuming it was his girlfriend. They were very passionately into <laughs> They were very passionately into It wasn't a one-night stand like, they don't were, touch me, I don't know you, but here's my genitals. It was their, like, their souls were entwined. Yeah, there was like some Their things. souls were entwined. I literally may have seen <laughs> like a back-of-the-head cup, like, I love you this much. Here's the thing. I'm cradle your head You just You I just blew deep. past it. Slow deep. <laughs> <laughs> you just blew past it. But your description was awesome. You said, I don't know you that well, but here's my genitals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's how, that's how it is. You know that's how it is. People trip out like, I'm a germaphobe, and then you're just a hoe. Like They're like, oh, I don't want to touch your poopy hands. Dog, do you know who you fucked last Thursday? Yeah. You don't even know. You don't even know this motherfucker's name. How you turn the condom off halfway through? I don't care. Fucking wreck my pussy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, people are fucking crazy, dude. It's so funny Jesus hearing you guys, Christ. like, hearing you guys talk about this stuff, like, but, like, talking about doing graffiti and shit when you were, like, yeah, you got, you got another. Uh... Hey, <laughs> bye. Do you need something? What is, is that? I thought she was rocking like a Fortnite dance or something in the back. What do you need? 
You can say it. You can use your words. What? A beer? You do not <laughs> need a beer. No. This is crazy. Your mom's going to end up watching this. I'm going to get in 10 that's, levels. That's hey, that was my fault. That was my fault. I'm going to go to the 36 chambers of shit. What's going on? You don't need to say anything in the microphone. No. They hear you. We're talking. I love you. Listen. Hi, you're... hi people who are watching this podcast. Good job. <laughs> there it is. Hi, people. People. Yes, all of them. <laughs> Hello, people of the Hello, earth. people of the earth. <laughs> this is uh, Chloe Tevinall. This is going to happen, Jeff. That's all right. Short. Yeah. And by the way, you guys. Hey, what do you drink at the gyms to get your butt real big? Uh, Say it real loud. <laughs> Say it. Do <laughs> this. So, big booty juice. Big booty big juice. Big booty juice. And on that note, go back to your room. I love you. Yeah, and guess what? The whole gym is literally like, it's like a big cup and then. So everybody goes to the gym. This is what you think happens. Yeah, you go to the gym. You're confusing a really big, big booty juice smoothie. Can I blow your mind real quick? They actually don't drink big booty juice. They use a squat rack. Yeah. Yeah, but they climb up that cup. Up the cup? Get the ginormous straw. She thinks it's like a big cup-shaped gym. And you show up to the gym. It's like that donut spot in California everybody goes to. Like, it's, oh, this is a big donut. And they go, hey, donuts there? Voodoo donut? Yeah. Or something. Shit. I don't know. It's like, all right, Chloe, thank you for your insightful. And then they grab the giant straw. Uh, and then they drink it. <laughs> She's trying to fake out One her stuffiness with an accent. That's great. That's great. And then they show it off to the world. It's great. Go. That's All exactly right. how big booties are made. You are. Everybody, tell me. <laughs> <There's>... <laughs> Everybody, tell me if you use big booty juice. Tell me if you found the recipe. Leave a comment below. <laughs> Get out of here. Bye. You violated your privileges. You want your phone in the toilet or you want it in your hands? Go to your room. I love you. See you later. If you're getting a snack, get a snack. Do your thing. We're People doing it. Stop. I told you to stop, and you're breaking the laws. Dad's laws. What? Go get a snack or go back to your room and play Roblox. Okay, bye. <laughs> she's been in there rehearsing. <laughs> yeah, that yeah she has. She was tell- she's been did, talking to her cousin on FaceTime playing Roblox. Does she uh does she watch like YouTube gamers and stuff? Yes, dude. Because she's like, if this is what happens, let me know. And you one of you guys said Drop a comment below. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's what I pound expected. That, pound that subscribe Smash button. that like button. Yeah. Smash that bell. Punch it with your whole life. Yeah. Chloe, if that door is open, I'm going to karate you in the face. Just kidding. <laughs> Except for the karate the and cops. the face part. Um, She's calling the cops. <laughs> call child services. Dad's going to karate um, me right now. Uh, no, but what I was saying is, it's wild. You're telling, like, wow, I was 13, 14, and going out 3 in the morning tagging and shit. My parents were fucking terrible dude and it's just but but it's not that it's not that it's you know my parents weren't the best either but i was just too a, i was a little saint of the, and to think that there was kids on the street when i was 13 man i yeah. was sitting in my room with a, a big, drum machine yeah. making prodigy beats i was probably in columbus chat looking for some hoes. oh yeah oh you got that 500 free hours 
on that disc. Oh, yeah. You just you get a disc, set up a new account, make a new screen I name. I Blockbusters. I was like 40 different shades of fucking. They always had them in the uh, the checkout lines at Kroger and stuff like that, too. Mm-hmm. What was your first screen name? <clears throat> did oh, we my. talk about this? We tried, but I'm pretty sure that I did I not tell that. you it. Because I, 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 tried to, I tried to hide it from the world. Oh. I remember mine. What was it? Oh, dude. I'm going to get real old on that shit. The first one that I had for AOL, because we, my dad was always like, AOL's too expensive. We're going to go with these other cheaper providers. You Net, know, like, Net Zero? Like Net Zero, which is like free <laughs> and turned to $4. My dad had a fucking conniption. About four goddamn dollars. <laughs> you know, my dad's the type of dude, like, when he goes to a store, like, if, like, I, I, I asked, I had to ask him this, like, recently. I was like, yo, man, like, you bitch a lot about pricing and, like, costs of things and shit. I was like, yo, like, do you ever go to a store and, like, it just goes exactly as you planned? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you can't even go buy a gallon of milk without it being, like, this thing. And he's like, and then I, like, in his old age, man, it just goes, these stories drag on. He's like, ah, you know, I, I was just going to go to try to buy a bottle of it. want $2.39 for a gallon of milk. What the fuck is that? <laughs> I'm like, dude, you can't be. For, God, like, I can't wait to be that guy. No, I don't want to be that. My dad's I, a Puerto Rican I'll version never of Gran Torino, dude. He's a Puerto Rican version of Clint Eastwood and Gran Torino. <laughs> fucking hella right. Like, but he's a fucking dark ass Puerto Rican dude. And he's legit telling the kids to get the fuck off his lawn and threatening neighbors and shit. Anywho. This motherfucker would flip out on, like, the internet shit. So, like, I had to wait till like, I was able to, like, get a little 15-year-old job to, like, get my own AOL account. So what was your screen name? I Deem Perfection. It was from a Glassjaw song on Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. <clears throat> and it was, it was like, it, was, it wasn't, I forgot which one it was. But, but it was, like, hold no, on, it was, if, it, if it was Glassjaw. 2000, I saw them in 2000 with Deftones. But I had my first one in, like, 90. Five. Yeah, I mean, I didn't, I, we didn't have the internet for late. I didn't. We, we didn't get a personal. I, see, here's the thing. House I didn't until either. Ninety nine, dude. So my my dude that passed away uh, when I was eighteen, his I'd go to his dad's house with him, and they had AOL, and he I had would his own. Always go to my friend's house, and I yeah. had an I had an, a screen name that he allowed me to make on his. That was my first uh, first fucking screen name. So I remember my first three. The first one. And this is, if I already didn't tell you this, Colin, this may come as a surprise to you. S, K, the number eight, and R, C, L, O, W, N, Skater Clown. (laughs) And that was legitimately for skating, skateboarding, and ICP. That's like a fucking sequel to fucking Killer Clown from Outer Space. Clowns at your skate park on boots. Skater Clown. On a roller Amazing. Amazing, right? So my second one, this is when... um, like clicks and punt groups were big. Me, Andrew, Joe, and Kyle had white trash. W Y T T R A S H. I was thirteen. Kyle was fourteen. You guys would run those pump bots and yeah. shit. Yeah. Yo, they would Joe ban was every three. fucking account that would do that. Well, they wouldn't ban us because I was dope. And there was a <laughs> there was a, another crew in town that was like way better than us. And it like at one point. Uh, they like targeted us, and every time we'd what sign were you guys online, writing, like fucking like like basic fucking dots, like punt scripts. And no, shit? It, we would use punters. Like we would use the little punter programs, and apps, and shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, and get your computer all fucked up. No, places. my shit was fine. My computer was fine. I it, had a buddy who was into that shit that uh, that I went to high school with. Rick. Warrez, huh? The shit was called Warrez. 
I don't know why. Well, it, it I was like W A R E Z. My buddy Rick was into that. He was a coder. He knew how to do uh, visual. No, that's basic. wares, dude. Wares, wares. That's like wares. software. Software. Ripped wares. software. Oh. That's what he was trying to say. That's wares, dude. Warren. That that's is. Like, that's like me. Jesus that is. Christ. The last hey, man, time, hey, the last time I looked at that, all of us are just pickled grapes, bro. It's no big deal. That's like the that's like when we had Jordan on and he kept saying uh we kept talking about essential oils and he kept saying chamomile. <laughs> and I said and the whole time I'm like what Chamomile? the fuck? Yes, the whole time I'm Chamomile? like what the fuck is chamomile? And then oh finally I said chamomile. This motherfucker never got told how to say chamomile. No, no, he he was fucking doing it on purpose. And then oh, he goes God damn And then you. I said I said chamomile and he goes, "Yeah, dude, that's what I said, chamomile." And I was like, "Oh my god, I lost it cuz he had been oh, pronouncing it wrong the whole I'm time." order some guacamole. <laughs> Yeah. So funny. And then my third screen name, I just, because it's queued up in my head. XX Setback XX. That is when I met you. Yeah? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Because we, Damn, that was. Y'all see this connection? This one yeah. Now? That was the one. That was, that was the, the one. one. You had the ASL. Because that, <laughs> that was a, probably around the time when Sierra had X fled the scene X. Oh man, God! You I guys would, were just so fucking angsty. Yeah, I, all these I, exes. I, I never exed any fucking. I didn't know, the, yeah, I didn't know the exes. Either. I didn't know the exes were like a thing. And it took they just somebody tight with a, yeah. They just looked tight. I was like, this is tight. Like, Put some exes before and after. X. And I even did like capital lowercase. Capital I had, S. I had straight edge friends back. in high school, which I was yeah. really weird. I even got down to Texas like that. But then again, you think about minor threat and shit and fucking Ian and for guys. But when I, it was right around the time when. I was getting like when people, everybody was doing the excess thing was when I was getting into the hardcore scene and I had straight edge friends. Was, yeah. So I knew it was not okay to do that if you weren't straight edge. That I, did, was, yeah, I didn't know same, that. Same, same. I, I learned that in high school too, man. A few of my buddies in high school were straight edge and like I had to learn what that was. But like it was, that was like I went to, I graduated in 02. So I was in high school from 98 to 2002. Um, I learned about straight edge shit like 98, 99. Because it was my straight edge friend who took me to go see the glass jaw with the Deftones in in Houston, and um, I learned about a lot of the edge stuff then. Because one of my buddies uh, had an older brother who was a skinhead, like not like a racist one, like like a like a sharp spirit of sixty nine skinhead. So <laughs> yeah. I learned a lot about that shit, and that was like the second coming of straight edge, dude. Because like it happened, all, it popped off real hardcore in the eighties uh-huh. and like early nineties, and like you know you had Minor Threat and like fucking other bands coming up with that, and then like. A lot of the Lower East Side New York crews were getting straight edge kids involved in shit. And like, that was at the second coming of Edge that has not stopped since, which is kind of tight because it's been 20 years of that. Yeah, uh, I'm good for you if you can do that. I can't. Life is tight. So is booze. <laughs> My wife sent me a meme today. <laughs> good friend of mine just sold out and I'm so happy for him. Wait, who? I'm not saying uh, who. Okay, we're fuck. Not, man. We're not edge outing, guys. Come on. Whatever. We can uh, say retard all we want, but we're not going to out somebody. <laughs> <laughs> if somebody breaks edge, we're not outing them right now. We're not outing anybody on their sexual If you are now, you never were. Yeah, that's exactly what every straight edge guy says. No, I, there's, I, I've never claimed straight edge in my no, life. No, no, I get it. But and like, I, I, there's nothing I love more than a sellout because oh, yeah. I love giving sellouts shit. Well, I also love, I, I like when they come down like, hey, welcome to where the fucking humility's at, motherfucker. Like, that's cool that you did that. That's great. But, dude, like, hey, real talk, I feel for you. This world is shit. And we have buffers involved. Like, we have things that just blur the lines for a reason. And this is a tight one. So, <laughs> just, uh, it's not that crazy. So, man. my wife sent me this meme, and it's, like, somebody delivering a kid or something. And he's holding up, and he's like, what are you, a skinhead, you little shit? And it's like, he's holding this baby. And the baby starts talking baby, whatever. And he's like, stop speaking German, you Nazi. Oh, fuck. Um, 
Before we get too far off the subject, I didn't say my first screen name, which I think Dave, oh, so would, Dave sorry, would like. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Lounge Daddy, I apologize. You look <laughs> Lounge so comfortable. Daddy. I love it. We should do this more often. I know. Let's I call the podcast Lounge Daddies. Lounge Daddies. Lounge anyway, Daddy. uh, uh, that doesn't get off the dad's thing. Anyway, sure. uh, mine was uh, Tetsuo71. Tetsuo? Oh, wait. Yeah. No, we did Dude, talk about this because yes. that's, that's fucking anime shit. That's... D- d- oh. Animation. I'm gonna put a fucking block. No, I'm saying Akira is fucking life. If I can tell you what that movie did to me when I saw it for the first time, it's here's my mind. It's a pussy, and it got fucked. The hymen got broke. (laughs) The 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 Otomo Akira dick that went into my skull and just hate fucked all of my imagination. You know, here's the thing. Here's the thing is I, I, I appreciate anime. I appreciate manga. I appreciate Japanese, yeah. everything. I love it. When I was in high school, I would draw it all the time and I all that shit to show you before you leave. And you know, I'm all about it, but I was never like an anime guy. Like I was never mm-hmm. like a guy Neither who's like super I. stoked. I'm not otaku. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm, like, I'm, I'm not one of those guys who's like super stoked that like, Neon Genesis is on Netflix. Yeah, now. you know what I mean. It's, that's awesome. I watched it in the fucking nineties. Yeah. Like I like, get it, dude. like that. Like because we watched Bubblegum Crisis. Because we, we watched bootleg VHSs. Because yeah. it wasn't available. Bro, know. I do Bedrock but, uh, City Comics and you say so buy my bootlegs there. But Akira is is so much higher above dude, anime, dude. It's a fucking. It's not. It's it's, it's one it's, of the best animated films. It of all should time. fucking get like a fucking lifetime achievement. It's like a Disney it movie. Did. It changed my life. Yeah, me too. That I, movie fucked me. I worked up. at I worked at Media Play. Dude, uh, I worked at Media Play. Y- y'all have them up a, here too. Sunset Coast and Media Plays. Mine was in Michigan. Oh wow! In Grand Rapids, Texas Michigan. too. And I, uh, I worked at Media Play when I was in eleventh and twelfth grade. And uh, I remember it when Akira came out on DVD in America for the first time. It was mm-hmm. in a tin. Yeah. And we did like a and med- that was we like did the a, fucking twentieth or fifteenth anniversary one. We did a median uh, uh, um, a midnight a Media Play did Midnight Madness. You know. For things that came out on a Friday or whatever yeah. or a Tuesday, and uh, I rem- and I remember having to work Midnight Madness, and I bought three, two or three copies of it. <sighs> Do you still have any of them? I have one of them. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, I would pay you cash right now. <laughs> <laughs> that that's my favorite fucking animated yeah, movie. Yeah, of all time. I mean it's 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 amazing, and uh, I've thought about getting a Tetsuo tattoo, so maybe I'll talk to you about it. Dude, yeah, if you let anybody. Yeah, I'll say if anybody does it, it has to be. (laughs) You piece of shit. You're going to get it way worse if you don't get it. I won't even fucking charge. But that's just a real thing. I just want to really do an Akira tattoo really bad. Oh, man. man. Good for health, bad for education, bro. What? Good for health, bad for education. Yeah. I have the patch. I got the pins. You see the pins back there? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. uh, Shout out to my buddy Anthony Respect who made those pins. He made like the sickest Akira pins ever. I'm gonna give T- you one Tetsu- before you leave. I'm gonna give you one of those. Tetsuo was so misunderstood as a character. He was hella misunderstood. They he was made him to prove himself. They made boys. him the bad guy, but man, he was just getting shit on we were by just all talking of his about fucking hardcore shit, boys. Right? Scene shit, yeah, hardcore shit, crew mentality, tribalism. They treated that kid like they, shit. They, of course, they, he was gonna yeah. fucking turn into a giant weird pulsing psych- thing. Yeah, psycho, psychobot, like straight I, up. I fucking love. The passion that's coming from oh, the man. center to Jeff, the right side of like, the couch, dude. Real talk, Akira is like if you were asking about anime, fuck anime, fuck anime, <laughs> fuck, fuck manga, fuck all this nerd ass Comic Con, fucking suck a fucking number two pencil dick ass bullshit, dude. Watch Akira, 
Watch uh, Akira. The dude. closest I've ever gotten to seeing any of that is when my kid watches that Yugi UGO or Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, that's or not even in the yeah, same no. realm of this shit. And don't watch Akira with your kid. No. Is, this some, it is. is this some like dude, it's R-rated? It's R-rated yeah. as fuck. It's gory. I got, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, he- yes. it's heavy. Yeah. It's psychologically it's cerebral heavy. Cerebral as shit. It's gory. Your kid will want to know where we go after we die, and, and there's like, really like there's sexual assault and boobs in it. Mm-hmm. So, so just recently, uh, I tried to watch Final we Destination. We watched all this when we were kids, by the way. <laughs> Definitely, I tried to watch Final Destination Four to Akira. Oh uh, my scroll, god! <laughs> Sorry. When I was twelfth grade, something like that. I was like, "Whoa, that rock dude's gonna touch her titties!" Shit. Sorry. <laughs> no, I, uh, we tried to watch Final <laughs> Destination Four. I'm talking about and uh, Hayden With started. Hayden, yeah. Why are you trying to watch Part Four? It, first of all. It was very predictable what was going to go in. What Final Destination? They're all fucked up. It's kid, people, they all escaped death. But how's it, death going to get him again? That's what I'm saying. Is like he never cared. He saw the other one. He was fine. This year, for whatever reason, movies like that terrify him. He he came down today and goes, "Let me tell you about this dream I had." And he starts telling me, and I said, "You know, this sounds like a lot like the plot of Final Destination." What did y'all do to y'all's boy? He only watched seven minutes of it. That's too much. I was too much, I think. Because <laughs> he started hiding under the covers, and I was like, look, if it's that scary. Hey, crazy, man. If it's that scary, just don't watch it. Listen, dad's going to sleep in the room with a gun. <laughs> like, just, My dad would do that shit. He's like, I got a gun. You want to stay there? I'll sit here right here in the chair. Is the title of this episode Fuck Anime, by the way? No. I can't, I, I, I'm not confident that I can say fuck and get it through all of the different True. avenues. True. True. Or else I would do it. Anime can eat my ass. No, nah, anime's tight, dude. Like, it's just like, you got these people that are like full on otaku. No, like, I'm about it. I'm about anime. Like, Beatrice is really getting in, in, like, into it, the style. She yeah, started drawing, yeah. she, cause she can draw. And she started You're talking about too. kawaii. Kawaii. Kawaii kid. Ah, kawaii. Yeah. I always say that. I don't, I like, I, I'll be like, I'll be like, oh, it's so kawaii. Yeah, she oh! shit. When I was at uh, Comic Con, she's like, bring me back Sailor Moon shit. I'm like, what the fuck? Hayden actually asked me to, uh, print him out some pages that kind of had the frame set up for comics because he likes to draw the shit. So he draws comics. Mm. He always does like really, really good ideas. But Dude, foster that. I'm trying. I got, on, I got on Photoshop and I created like seven or ten different page layouts and printed a whole bunch and said, here you go, make a comic. And he made a few. He thought he was going to have this plan where he was going to make them and I was going to Xerox them and he was going to sell them. For like ice cream oh, money. Nah. Tell him that he needs to chill. Just get ice cream money from my mom. For, well, that's what I did. Shit, Every yeah. Wednesday, I would just give him ice cream money. Teach him how to do that shit for the love, man. The best thing my parents ever, ever did, like regardless of all the chaos they had between each other and the jumping back and forth between households and shit growing up, the best thing my parents never, ever, 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 ever failed on doing was supporting me in art. Yeah. Like my first, like I my, my very first fucking art book I ever got was from my dad. And it was Stan Lee's How to Draw Comics the Marvel Way. Like, that book changed my life. I tell grown-ass men, women, people, adults, like, if you're getting into fucking art, like, it's never a time too late. And this is the book. It's got all the foundations in it. You know, it's written by Big John Buscema, which is, like, one of the the classic Marvel artists from, like, the 60s and 70s and into some of the 80s. And, um, And Stan. Stan wrote, like, a lot of the commentary and stuff on it. And, uh... Dude, like that book changed my life. And like when I got a chance to meet Stan, I got him to sign my copy of that book. That was the first thing I ever got signed by him. And he wrote it. Then I was like, that's, that's, I have it in the other room. It's like my treasured thing. Like I'll fucking cut a throat over that thing. I think mine, my book, like <laughs> my life changing book, like that, two of them, uh, one from an art standpoint, 
was and storytelling was understanding comics by Scott McCloud. I got it in there. It's the blue book. It's, yeah, 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 yeah. He made three other, two other. And I wasn't even like a comic book nerd or it's anything like, like that. that, that but is, it, if you're writing comics, that's the Bible. But it's also that's like it's also like really comics, good yeah. about good stuff. It like informs my me as a designer a lot yeah, as like yeah. from a storytelling. How standpoint. to read? How to read through yeah. stuff? It's, and then it's a bunch of art. It's and great, then. Then my dork one for design was uh, uh, typographic communication or uh, typography form and communication. And it was all about type and grids and the science behind design. And mm-hmm. I've read that book twice and I've told anybody who wants to get into design to read it. So that was a big my, my big background was design. I worked for Go Media. Yeah, I remember. For a long time. You yeah. told me about that. You got <laughs> yeah, that, man. No, you I got that it. fucking vector packs, dog. Oh, man. The me, too. I acquired them off the Pirate Bay, I believe. <laughs> I don't even give a shit where anybody gets them from anymore because that ship is sailed. Pirate Bay pun intended. I get it. Uh, yeah, that ship is sailed. Oh, I'm just go. kidding. I'm not even sure the Pirate Bay is still around. They don't they still like change that? They got raided somewhere. <laughs> they. I mean, I feel They're like they got raided like down. 50 times. Yeah, like, I there was all kinds of other ones that popped up. The demonoids mm-hmm. and fucking kick ass torrent yeah. and yada yada. All this. And, and then the demonoid was sick when it was active and running. Demonoid was tight because it so, was all so referral was kick ass torrent. But then there was always the classic. <coughs> if I needed a record or something like that, I would just Google the record and media fire. Boom. Zip oh, file. media fire. Zip file. Go share. Rar file. Yeah, so yeah. long before torrents. There was MIRC chats. Did you mm-hmm. guys ever yeah, get on that? IRC really well, I was yeah. a Mac guy. We didn't. Yep. We didn't. Fuck well, with that you shit. could go into MIRC and you had to get like invited or know these special yep. chats. Yeah, to go I in. I would get and then there were bots that shit. were just scrolling like what they had, and you would like query them with code and fucking just get it, just get it from these mm-hmm. MIRC bots. And yeah. they all had IRC was the dumb shit back in the day, fast dude. connections. Dumb fast Man, connections. I would go dummy for Winamp skins. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. I told a story yeah. on the podcast dude, before. I would go dummy for Winamp skins, dude. I told a podcast story before where uh, I got on, and one of the first MP3s I ever downloaded was like some kind of fucking crazy remix to a Limp Biscuit song, and I could not wait to listen to it. It was like a three megabyte file. It took me like quite literally two hours to get. Was it the counterfeit remix off the hard and the heavy? I think it was. And then I get it, and then I start playing it in Winamp, because I just freshly downloaded Winamp. I start playing it, and it's skipping. So I'm like, okay, I gotta research this. I start looking into it. It Because Winamp at the time needed at least 100 megahertz to run, and my computer had 33. Oh, so, shit. so I spent hours downloading this file. Shit. Dude, it was some bullshit. It was like a old bullshit Dude, HP hand-me-down man, type well, thing. I had a – so my mom's insurance company not, – not her insurance company, but the insurance company she worked at at the time was shutting down. And they were giving away computers, and they were giving away these Windows 2000 fucking boxes with Windows 2000 Pro. Which is the most stable Windows operating system that ever existed? <laughs> I fucking loved him. It was it was literally fucking. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, I don't, I'm not. I'm, I got a Mac and I'm on Mac shit now. <clears throat> but back then, like Windows XP Pro, or Windows, uh, it was Windows XP Pro. Windows XP Pro. I'm pretty sure was what, relevant like up until like, dude, dude, yeah, dude. Windows XP. Oh, sorry, Windows XP Pro was relevant up until like maybe only a few years ago. They just started switching certain servers over because it was that reliable, that stable of an operating system. But, dude, fucking Winamp and, like, just being able to crack all your pa- softwares and all that shit. And, dude, like, I, I mean, that's, oh, yeah. that's, that, that was the best shit ever, dude. Like, I miss that a lot. My mom got a bunch of boxes and she's like, she gave me these, figured you knew what to do with them. These are, like, alt for the time for 2010. Or, no, not even 2010. Was it? 
08. These are like the baddest computers you can ever find. Like, it was, it was insane. Like, what, you got like fucking how many whatevers of RAM? <laughs> this is crazy. It used uh, to be like 128 two. megabytes. And I, I told this story the other day. DDR. I had uh, 48 gigabytes of DDR4. It's like the, it's all that's out right now. I mean, DDR4 is like the max shit that's out right now. I used to fucking get weird of that, like when I'd run too much fucking, like when I'd reuse up all the scratch disk space uh. on Photoshop. Yeah. And they would give me a war, like, you are out of scratch disk space. Like, then you're like going to that? preferences and up the scratch disk space. Yeah, seriously. So let's take all that hard drive and just make it that. I had like three hard drives on one, one machine, though. Then I was like installing Linux on shit. Like, I'm going to learn how to use GIMP. Fuck the man. You know, and like GIMP sucks. It just sucks. Yeah, but but GIMP will get you by it because it has a. Not for what I need. No, design. but I'm and saying when you're, like, a, when you're a designer, you don't want something that gets you by. <clears throat> no, no, but I would like just straight pirate everything. The fact that it works as a website now. If I'm at work and just need to do something very basic with like oh, a layer GIMP's or something, fine, yeah. dude, I'll jump but in our there. Phones and, do that now. It doesn't even matter. That's true, but because I work in a secure area, I can't send something to my phone and send it back to my. I can't do that. Man, you know, but some, honestly, Adobe making Creative Cloud a subscription service yeah, was yeah. the smartest thing they ever oh, fucking yeah. did. I pay for Illustrator and Photoshop every month. Yeah. It's on my, yeah. my I, have the, I have a Mac tower. It's just easier I work now. for a design firm, so I got that shit. Oh, Ooh. yeah, you know, I don't, and I got that shit. That's because you all are from the art world. Yeah. Remember that? I'm bringing that shit. Oh, oh, yeah. Dude, listen, man, the type of shit that you get, though, like, just to live life securely it's so tight because, dude, some months up. There'll be months shit. where I'm like, I have $24 in my bank account. This sucks. <laughs> and then, like, in two days, I'm like, I have $2,400. Yeah. And then that'll double. And then I'm back to, like, oh, you have two bucks, Dave. <laughs> this is sick. But I pay my rent, so it doesn't fucking matter. But. So I'm going to bring up a couple things because we are at a little over an hour. Ooh. So I'm going to bring up a couple things that I had kind of queued up. Um, I'll give you uh, I'll give you the – first, we're going to do trivial things that bother us. <laughs> so think of think of something if you haven't already. Um, I'll quickly tell a story though. So I was, uh, I mean, I shaved my head clearly. If you have, if you're looking at this on YouTube, the you bald can see. eagle, bro. Yeah. Oh, you know f- that Carrie or not Carrie? Uh, fucking Kelly got for me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I need I need one. Super tight. I don't always use it. I Kelly use, got you that Severson? Yeah, he got what me a that fucking gentleman. He got me that as Love like you, a uh, a wedding gift because he came to the fucking wedding. Yeah, I remember. I, remember. I was there. I was <sighs> no in, shit. I was a groomsman. Yeah. Um. So I was shaving my head, and you know, like I bust it down with a Mach three. When I'm in a hurry, I just you know bust it down real quick. Uh, I you was can do it to that point now, dog. I can I, do it. I shaved it twice before. That scares me, dude. Dude, I can do it. I don't even have to look anymore. I just fucking do it, and I touch, and I feel, and I'm like, uh, uh, uh. I can do it like four minutes. Just bust it off there. Fuck. So. I need to be that efficient. So anyway, I'm, I'm sitting there. That problem. You will. Beautiful. Uh, oh. <laughs> I was sitting there, and I was like right around my ear. I felt something. I go like this. It was like a fucking three-inch hair. I don't know how many times I must have missed this fucking was hair. one dragon whisker. Dog. <laughs> It was right by my ear oh to where, like, God. the motherfucking... There's wisdom following. It was a curb feeler. It was like a curb feeler on the old like, Cadillac. What the fuck is this? It was You're so long. from right here. I thought... I was like, there's no way. I thought it was a beard hair that was tickling my no, ear. I'm, wisdom, like, pushing it. Beard. I'm pushing it. And then I go, what the fuck is this? And I hold it out, and it's, like, out here. Do you feel dumber when you pull it out? No. Fuck that thing. I busted that thing off there and couldn't believe somebody hadn't told me that. Do you, I know you shave your head sometimes. I thought you shaved it more than that. I I mean... Only twice? I, in a year. 
I mean, I've done it a few times, but now I don't like. You just fucking hit it with a, a razor, like a I want to get like one of those Dorelcos, the three little jet things. Just hit that real quick. That's kind of what the fucking bald eagle is. It's one, one of those, but it does it work in the shower? You told yeah, me. Yeah, it's waterproof. It's old episode shit. It's old episode. It's shit. a waterproof joint. We'll talk about it later. I'll, I'll, I'll yeah, I gotta get that. And another thing I want to talk about, and this is because it came up at work, um, it, along the same lines as the wife beater thing, but like uh, clean words that sound dirty. <laughs> And I know I that need to replenish my drink, but you guys get into yours because I have a couple. I was talking about this recently. Well, I'm just gonna fucking you just go ahead and replenish your drink, and I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna start with trivial things that bother us because I feel like that's probably an easier one to <laughs> look at the care. Is that the worst way to do that? No, that's fine. Okay, that was the best way to do okay, that. Okay, cool. Even better. Um, I feel like trivial things that bother us is probably the easier of the two, and. I've discovered a trivial thing like two days ago that bothers me, and it's it's a hundred percent a first world problem. So I go to Micro Center and I buy all that shit. I said on the last episode, the the, <laughs> the fuck is he doing? Uh, I get the hard drive and I get the RAM and all that shit. Well, I can't help but buy flash drives because when I'm in the front and they're you know I'm checking out, I look over and I see a hundred and twenty eight gigabyte flash drive. Yeah, for eleven ninety nine, I was like, I'm not even sure why I need that, but gonna go ahead and pick one of those up. I get it. I take it home. I decide, you know what I'm doing with this? I'm gonna load up a whole bunch of old fucking music. I loaded up like old Taking Back Sunday, uh, old Fallout Boy, just Silverstein, like all kinds of old scene shit. And I plug it in because my car accepts a USB drive, um, and I can play music. Right? That's how I always do it. Every time I get in my car. It starts over at track one. Uh, I don't know what the fuck the difference is between this flash drive and every other flash drive I've ever owned. But it's like it doesn't have memory or a battery or something. It does not save the fucking space. You just shifted from trivial things to first fucking world problem. It's a first world problem, but it's a very <laughs> trivial thing. Like I shouldn't be complaining the fact that I've got 128 gigabytes of music at my fucking disposal. But when you have – a whole flash drive full of music and it starts over at the first band that starts with an A. It's every fucking time. And I just want to listen to something that's like right in the middle. It's a very trivial thing. I get it. But it's enough that I'm about to take that fucking flash drive out, put my other one back in because I'm tired of getting in my car and it has started over at track one. Or you could just listen to the radio. Nobody uh, does that. I do sometimes. No, you don't. You don't even have a radio. When I'm driving the other vehicle, we've had this conversation. It doesn't matter. I don't uh, even. I don't even acknowledge that you have another vehicle. I acknowledge uh, you have one car and its stereo is gone. That's okay. Fine. Uh, trivial thing for me: when you click unsubscribe from an email and you get an email that says "Thanks for unsubscribe," we've unsubscribed you. No. Why does that bother you? I. Literally click the link because I don't want emails from you anymore. But don't you want you the record? Then you immediately follow it up by telling by sending me an email. No, send me to us. Send me to a site that says you have been unsubscribed. All right. Don't send me an email immediately after I said I don't want your fucking email. Let me let me tell you why. Oh, this is the I only disagree with you for one reason because. If you unsubscribe for something and they continue to contact you, you can actually get money from them. I'm dead serious. Man, you're a fucking hustler. I know. <laughs> like there isn't something that I feel like you can't get money from. I'm going to tell you all the things you can get money from. 
you it, it's like uh they have no business contact you've said you know you have record of that so when i get the email i love that because that is my piece of record that shows i truly fucking unsubscribed now let me catch you in my motherfucking inbox next month and see if i don't rage on you i do the same thing so i have an android phone my phone records all conversations that come in that are not numbers in my phone hmm. it it uh, it's set to ignore contacts and only record unknown numbers come on come on dave you got to do it like fucking Catherine zeta jones in entrapment when she goes under the the red lights and shit. Yeah. Wow, that was a deep reference. Yeah. yeah. But you guys both got it. I huh? know. Yeah. She was going through that whole. She was in a cat burglar shit in the beginning. Yeah. Fine as fuck. Dude, her booty. Bro, I, booty I, was I, so I, nice. I, I had a big ass crush on her. I halfway switched to T-Mobile just because she was a spokeslady. <laughs> <laughs> how do you how do you halfway switch? Like you bought the phone and never activated it? No, I just thought about it really hard. Naughty shit. Anyways, yeah. So I mean, I, that's the, that's the whole thing. Is I like when I get a piece of record that shows me I unsubscribe for something because leave it to me. I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna get something from you if you send me some more bullshit the next month. I got record. I'm yeah. I'm saying harassment. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. You got a trivial thing that bothers you? Call out some just trivial bullshit that bothers you. Street art. Oh, street sh- art has been street art has been the the term in general fucking my mind up, dude. Like street art has been the splinter on my brain for ever since it fucking started. And define street art because we just got done talking about how we both used to do graffiti, which could arguably be street art. It's the street art. Yeah, there's it's, no it's other the art, art of the streets. It's it's the, there's no other art but that street art is. My understanding is illustration and design that is inspired by graffiti. No, I think he means uh, one of them. It's it's a tendril to it. It's a many tentacled thing. I thought you were referring to when people get these commissioned walls and they're allowed to. That's another one. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. So street art, street art. And it's like, I guess it's it's most, I'm going to keep it really short for the sake of the the podcast, but um, it has been Fucking driving me nuts because everybody loves street art. Nobody goes to a city and like if you see an abundance of murals being done and it's down downtown central university hip cool uh, artsy areas and stuff like that. Like when you see a lot of murals, you're like, oh, this city knows what the fuck is up. This is cool. This is fast, progressive. It's getting rad, cool, yada yada yada. The thing is, Development firms have now realized that street art drives up property value through the fucking roof. Mm. So what you have happening in a lot of these, like, you know, cities that are progressing very fast is they're looking at New York, Philly, uh, Chicago, L.A., San Francisco, Miami, Atlanta, Austin, and going, oh, wow, these cities have fucking lots of street art, lots of public art space. We should jump on the bandwagon and start getting muralists to come out and do this. Here's the thing. We done graffiti. I've ninety six, and mind you, ninety six being the first time I actually did a piece with an outline, a fill in, a three D, a thing. You know, like following the rules that was best accustomed to me, brought to me by my cousin, rest in peace, and the friends of mine that I were doing with me and my buddy Edward. We were like the two dudes that like were killing it in fucking seventh grade. You know what I mean? Like that was our shit. Um, we actually painted. All these kids drew on paper. We went out and fucking snuck out, stole paint, and fucking did it. Like, we did it. Got in a lot of trouble. Did not, we learned all the bad things, but we did it, you know, as children. I see people that have been doing it for 20, 
30 years even. You know, I know some people that were doing it for 40 years. And to see that, like, you know, our lives aren't okay, man. We got arrested. We got caught. We got beat up for it. We got fucked up for it. I got fucking cut wide open for it, dude, over graph beef bullshit. And I see these kids who went to fucking CCAD or some fucking art school, and they get out and they go, I'm a muralist now. I do murals. I'm a muralist. So you're saying it's the gentrification it's of the fucking, graffiti. It's exactly. And so what's happening is like you got these people. We made graffiti fucking cool for the basic ass motherfuckers because some of us didn't just settle on doing trains, walls, throw ups, towers, overpasses. We wanted to be artsy about it because we all got into it, to, into it to express ourselves to some degree. Some of us were able to kill it at letters and get into more artsy shit. But they fucking put the hammer down on us every time. Columbus especially. Our walls used to get taken away because we didn't have signing permits, dude. So our legal walls were getting taken away in the early 2000s. When I first moved up here, I was getting legal walls for everybody. So I'd just go to these business owners and go, hey, you got a bunch of gang graffiti on the side of your building. That's the way I did it. Would you like it to be gone forever? Let us paint your wall really badass. Mm -hmm. And we would do it and we'd get walls. Not even a day or two later, we'd come back city gray over it because the owner got hit up by the city, by Franklin fucking County. And they go, you don't have a signing permit for this ad that you put on the side of your building. Right. And they would take our walls away. And now, now there's all these walls, all these projects for street art. We want street art, public art, street art. Take that fucking mess of shit that you fucking think this is. Shove it up your fucking ass. Oh, we had, we had, uh, here, I don't know if it you sucks. caught this one, but just a couple episodes ago, we actually had Clint Davison on. Clint knows what I'm talking about. No, he does. And we, that's we, one of my we oldest had, homies in here in the Columbus, man. And he's a graffiti OG here. He paid the price for this shit too, man. Yeah. And we and had, a, we had a, a similar conversation with this, but like he's, you know, he's reached a place now where he's working. He has a, uh, he's on salary for a beer company mm -hmm. creating labels and shit mm -hmm. like that. So it's it's crazy to see a lot of the street artists that I knew or were doing things growing up. They've moved on. A lot of them are doing still some type of art profession, mm -hmm. it, but most of them didn't go to school for it. They learned from street art. Mm -hmm. It's 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 sounding like this isn't a trivial thing. That no, this is, uh, this is. <laughs> I, I would say that this is a big old scoop of shit for Dave. Sorry, current events. Urban scrawls happening right now. No shit. And I put up a story yesterday that urban scrawl should be called people in public painting on wood. Because it's not urban about it. Nothing Ooh, urban no. about it. Shots I said fired. It. I don't give a fuck. You know what? <laughs> Want to hear shots fired? I got put on a mural committee by a really stupid person. She knows who she is. I got put on a mural committee for some fucking garbage ass bullshit. And they emailed me about like this meeting I missed when I was at San Diego Comic Con. Now, right over the highlights of our meeting, uh, you know, you're going to get asked about gentrification. It's going to be really weird. So just here's some ways to combat that. When somebody asks you, are you gentrifying our neighborhood on your next art project? And I was like reading this shit and it's all written by this person who's like an assistant to like the dude that's like throwing a lot of fucking money around in Columbus for developmental mm, shit. Sure. And like paying street artists from out of town who got nothing to fucking do with the Columbus landscape when there's a ton of talent here to paint these big fucking yeah. murals and shit. And um, I wrote a very strongly worded letter to 32 people. Uh, Ten of them are millionaires in Columbus that are developmental people. This is the direct emails. I won't air them out because I don't want to get this podcast fucked with for libel or some slander shit. I told these people to go fuck themselves. I told them 100% go get fucked. 
you guys are sitting here gaining from our invest or our hard work and like you know only two or three people which is clint and like the lookout supply guys and myself included are like actual graffiti guys that did the work in the 90s and early 2000s got arrested got caught got our lives fucking halfway ruined and like have like irreparable fucking shit that we probably need therapy for because we got involved in the graffiti scene and you guys are sitting there telling us how you're gonna fucking like Play it, play it proper, play it proper with some money on this fucking bullshit. And you're not not even going to include people who like, like should be on your talent spectrum, but aren't. You guys are so fucking disconnected with what's going on. You're so, I told them you're disconnected. You're full of shit. Fuck you guys. We don't need a mural committee in Columbus. You don't need a committee but the thing to is, do is, murals here. It doesn't fucking matter. And here's the thing. Even if they pay the artist, you know who's making the fucking money? The, the artist's need for paint, the time it takes, because they're in Columbus, so they're undervaluing themselves anyway. Who, who's the guy that painted the Facebook office? Huh? Who's the guy that painted? David Cho. Yeah, and then he got... Uh, he was smart. He, he got, got offered stock. shares. Yeah. And he, or he was in... A, he, two things. We'll pay you 50 grand or take the shares of stock. Yeah, that's not how these executives think, though. They, no, they, they don't. They, they, they look at well, you David, as a vendor. David Cho was in Silicon Valley. That's yeah. where that helped him out. He's a fucking Bay Area to L.A. artist. These fuckers here in the city look at you as a, ven- you a are vendor. A, you are a fucking carny. You're a contractor yeah. that yeah. They, they're they going to pay two grand to. to that's it. They done. don't want to pay the money. They say, they go, yeah. oh, that's really cute that you do that. That's crazy. And, like, literally what, <laughs> what baffles my fucking mind is, like, I had to leave this fucking city to go get it. Where I would like, Marvel picked me up in fucking New York. They didn't pick me up in Columbus. You know, they didn't pick me up here. They picked me up out there. They picked me up doing that. Like, that's like, Columbus here, like, I've tried, like, now that I'm living here, obviously, more often and shit, I'm going to make a huge dent in this art scene because of that. And it it, it may seem... Can I help? Absolutely. I don't even know how I help, but can I help? Whatever. Yeah, I'm all about about it. But like, you you don't need a committee for public art. I'm all about making dents. Where's the dollar signs here? (laughs) So if they're going to sit here and do a public art committee, right? A public art committee for what murals go up in Columbus. What the fuck does that do? Like, are you asking the fucking public if they want that shit in, in their neighborhood that's getting gentrified and they're getting pushed out of? Like, I don't think I need a picture of Cobra, the artist. Who's spanning three? He they brought this guy out to paint a self portrait, like however many stories tall, and it was just it's the stupidest shit. <laughs> it's just like it's like the biggest like, and I, from what I heard, the guy was unhappy the entire time he painted it, hmm. and he was just like they just he's from Brazil, they pay me to, to to do this, and I'm just doing it like fucking whatever. I'm like dude, like I don't know what to say, man, like. I see that and I was like, Columbus has this fucking ass backwards thing that Cleveland and Cincinnati get better than they do. Like, Cleveland, I never got my walls taken away. Cincinnati has tons of fucking open walls for graffiti guys to go paint. That's a difference. Columbus has this like, how do we do it to where like mom and dad's investment in their kids' tuition feels secure? And then we can also <laughs> do this to where like all of our people in our city can appreciate it safely. There's nothing fucking safe about street art or public art. There's nothing fucking safe about the public or the streets. There's a provocativeness to it. You guys want to distill it. You want to water it down. You want to fucking make it dumb. It's whack. Don't do that. You don't need a committee for it. Go to a fucking building. If you privately own the motherfucker, paint it whatever goddamn color you want. Can you tell us how you really feel? Most aggressive, trivial thing that bothered someone ever. It bothers me every fucking day. 
Yeah, but we got uh, we just got a couple more minutes here, and then we're gonna wrap up. So I think it would be funny to do the gross sounding or the gross and sexual sounding words. Oh no, I just said uh, just railing them off. No, I said uh, yeah. So I only have a couple queued up, but it was it was clean words that sound dirty. And this this got brought on because somebody was like, "Oh, remember that place, Fuddruckers?" And it reminded me that that is like for some reason as a kid, I would hear that word mm-hmm. and I immediately thought Mud I was fucker. cussing. Mud yeah, fucker. immediately thought I was cussing. Yeah. So then I was like, "Oh man, what other words are clean but sound dirty?" And then I only came up with pussy willow. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Fuddruckers, it feels like you need consent to even go there. That's what I'm saying. Like, like can I fud your? Can I fud rucker? Yeah. Do you, can you guys think of any uh, fud rucker? Oh my god! Can you guys think of any words that uh, are clean but sound like they should be dirty? I have a problem with the word moist. A it's lot, a, common a lot of people have a problem with moist. I, I also, don't. I, I feel like a, it's a great description I for got, something that's not quite wet. I got a problem with the word pouch. Ooh, why? I don't because I just think of a kangaroo pouch and. And, oh, and what, oh, first of and all, what it smells like yeah. inside. You know that blew my fucking mind. For, wait, How stop. You know Hold on. How the fuck do you know? No, what it smells like? I'm saying the reason I find that word so gross is I just imagine it feels and smells gross inside of a pouch. You know, it was like quite literally maybe two years. It's an ago. outside of the body uterus. That's what I'm saying. It was maybe two years ago that I figured out it wasn't fuzzy in there. No, no, that is an internal organ that I is know. on the outside. That's of the what body. I'm saying. Blew my fucking marsupials mind. Marsupials are fucking weird, dude. Dude, I didn't mean to shift us right into no, fucking talking you, about marsupials, but you shifted us. Uh, yeah, R.I.P. Steve Irwin. <laughs> what Sorry. the fuck, man? Stingy boys. Stingy boys. <laughs> no. So, are you guys telling me that neither one of you have any delicious? Uh, what? Any word with shus at the end? Shh. <laughs> How many fucking words are there with shus at the end? Too many, and they're all fucked up. Facetious. Facetious. Fuck that word. Uh, Luscious. Fuck that word twice. Gorgeous. That's That's not not a shus. That's a just. That's a just. Gorgeous. You can't spell just without justice without just. (laughs) Or phonetically, the words are different, but you get what I'm saying. No, shus. C-I-O-U-S. Delicious. Fuck you. Luscious. Fuck you again. (laughs) Scrumptious. I hate your fucking existence. Pretentious. That's not a shuss. It's That's not a shuss. It's Dude, a shuss. Con, you're dipping in the Modellos and you can't shuss correctly. Bodacious? Fall off a fucking Bodacious. bridge. Bodacious! <laughs> Fall off a fucking bridge, dude. They're all shusses. I will say that they can all shuss none, of those, hell. none of those sound dirty. None of those sound Delicious? like... All right, listen, maybe if you heard my fucking aunt say it like a fucking spit-breathing fucking thing. She, man, my aunt would say some man. My dad's one of my, one of my dad's many sisters. You know, she, ugh, she was I got a friend. Fuck me up. I got a friend who, uh, she really likes a lot of, you know, she likes like heavy bands that have a lot of groove, and uh, so like when she comes and sees my band, we have a lot of groove, we have a lot of riffs, and she she will say she goes, man, those riffs are just delicious, and she says it like in a really sexual kind of sounding way. So I feel it. I get it. <laughs> yeah. You got sexy ass riffs. It made you feel really weird. Like you don't want to eat your riffs. She's like, yeah, I like those riffs that are just delicious. Like if my riffs were an appetizer, what would they be? <laughs> Spinach dip. I don't fucking. know. But I really appreciate it. I, yeah, I compliment. appriate the compliment. Collins riffs. It's a passionate. Oh, it's a. Dave just said that your riffs were I said, spinach dip. I said if like, if your riffs were an appetizer, what would they be? And I just threw a spinach dip. Spinach dip. I went Max and Amazon. You're real bad. I'm sorry, delicious. dude. Delicious. Delicious. Scrum chat. 
Podashas. All right. Lush well, half. I can't think of any other words, so I think that's uh, time to wrap it up for the day. Because I want to look at some of this fucking art that's around this here. This episode has been delicious. Delicious. <laughs> this episode is delicious. I want to eat the fucking heckin' cool dads. Heckin' cool dads, episode 21. In Peace the out. I'm, I am officially buzzed at the end of this episode. <laughs> delicious. Delicious. And on delicious that note, I already took my goddamn headphones off. Fuck street art. Delicious. <laughs>